plug into the minds of the world's cutting-edge innovators, visionaries, and thought leaders who are rewriting the rules of sales and success. It's your time to make an impact. I am your host, Jason Mark Campbell, and this is the Selling with Love podcast. Welcome back to the Selling with Love podcast. This is your host, Jason Mark Campbell. And what we're going to speak about today is actually something very, very specific within the sales process. And I thought it'd be a very interesting insight for those of you particularly who might not be familiar with sales. This might be a term you've never heard of before, but it's something that's so powerful and underutilized in most sales conversations that I want to make sure that I get to make anyone who isn't aware of this technique to finally know that it exists. And for those who are in sales, this will be a powerful reminder of why this is such an important step. And if you're like me, this might might be something you're already doing subconsciously, but again, being unconsciously competent is not as powerful as being consciously competent, which is why we should always analyze ourselves, improve ourselves, and discover what is it that we do that really brings in results. And the concept I want to cover today is actually called a trial close. Closing techniques is one of the most sought after techniques when it comes to sales. And so many of us are feeling that, oh my God, if only I could learn to close, it seems so intimidating. You know, you can go through an entire sales process, maybe doing an assessment of needs. Maybe you're trying to discover a bit more about what the problem is, understand their situation, but then you have to get to a point where you have to ask for the credit card number, or you need to get to making sure that they're willing to sign a contract. That part of the sale called the close is usually where heart rate starts racing and anxiety might kick in, but it shouldn't be that way. Matter of fact, the closing is actually the one piece that feels like the pace you need to optimize the most, yet, quite frankly, if you do everything right throughout your sales presentation, the close should be one of the more effortless pieces. Imagine it as asking somebody for marriage. You know, if you're really trying to optimize, should I be getting down on my left knee or my right knee and then open the box? Should it be above my chin or should it be over my heart? Like how high should I hold the box? Those aren't as important as your behavior throughout the experience of courting this person that makes it so that they will say yes if you do propose. So that is often the example I'll share about specific closing. Yet here we have a concept called trial closing, which is so powerful when you're in the middle of a sales presentation because we have probably been on the receiving end of a sales presentation where the person continues talking. Talk, talk, talk. It almost seems like they're not listening to us. And trial closes not only creates a little break in a presentation if you're doing a bit of the talking, and it actually allows you to sync up with the prospective buyer and see if you're on the same page and you can see if the buying signals are coming in, right? And so I'm going to give you three great techniques that are going to be able to be used through your sales process that can really increase what are going to be the chances of them wanting to move forward. Because if you move forward without using these techniques, you might realize that you are going at it a very different way. Now, if you want to go and perform trial closes, what it is, it's an interrupt within your sales presentation where you will ask feedback and you will actually ask for a smaller commitment so that you get an understanding if the person is still excited about moving forward or you need to go and address some objections in the process. 
If you're in the middle of your presentation and you've shared a lot of benefits and features, you've asked them a few powerful questions, and you're about to present your solution, using things as a trial close, especially towards the end of the conversation, isn't just about saying, do you want to buy now? Which could be a little forward if you're not completed with your presentation, but you get to make some adjustments. So one of those techniques is actually the assumptive close. This is a way that when you're seeing that the person might be showing some interest of possibly purchasing, you would use language and make affirmative statements so that you can see if they're still on board with you. So you've maybe explained a few features about your product saying, you know, we work together, say for six weeks, we start to really dig down into what are the things we need to change. I hold you accountable to the changes that need to happen. And we'll make sure that by the six weeks, this is what you will get as a result, X, Y, Z. Where you do a track close would be where you would turn to them and ask or say something along the lines as, based on our conversation so far, it seems like this product aligns well with what you need. Are you okay to move forward to the next steps? So by asking this trial close, you're assuming in this assumptive close technique that they are on board and you make sure to confirm it with them if they're okay to move on to the next steps. This pattern interrupt gets them back involved into the process and they get to actually confirm that what you are speaking about is actually very interesting to them and you can now continue moving forward in the conversation without losing them. Especially when we come to present what our product is, we can sometimes over-talk talk fast and we need to re-engage our prospect in the conversation. So doing an assumptive close as a track close technique is a good way to bring them back in. If you're trying to stay focused on getting work done and eating throughout the day is something you think about, have to decide, and you're not sure what to do, and you just wish an option was available where the right meal with all of the specifications you want be available to you, easy to make under two minutes, well, luckily for you, Factor is available where you have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan, and veggie. And you can enjoy over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons to help you make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. So what are you waiting for? You can get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking up for something fast that's upscale option done very easily. It's flexible on your schedule where you can get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. No prep necessary. They're 100% ready to heat and eat. So there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup necessary. Head to factormeals.com slash sellingwithlove50 and use code sellingwithlove50 to get 50% off. That's code sellingwithlove50 at factormeals.com slash sellingwithlove50 and you'll get 50% off. Not bad. The second question that you could use as a trial close would be the alternative choice technique. When you're having a conversation about the product and you actually ask them, assuming that they're saying yes already, if they would choose say option A or option B within your product immediately confirming if there's a level of interest in the process. Again, you might have seen this perhaps in car sales where you would see someone say, oh, you know, you're explaining the features of the car and saying, you know, two options that usually exist with this car will be cloth or leather seats. I don't know if you had a preference for cloth or leather with your vehicle. So you're giving an alternate choice and by the person selecting an option over the other shows an indication of interest in the product. So again, it's moving things forward because if there was no interest in the product, well, it wouldn't matter what choice they make and you get to detect that very early on. 
See, where most people might be terrified of closing would be because you haven't addressed any of the true objections or gauged the actual level of interest from your prospect. So the fact that you try to hide all of this under the carpet until you get to the close makes the close an intimidating thing. But rather, we spread this out and we get to have these touch points as trial closes so that we can make sure we address any issues that come along. So we've had the assumptive close, making sure people are nodding their head and they're on board. We have the alternative choice technique, which is having two options. And this could also be, you know, talking about if they want to have a basic or premium package, or maybe it could be saying, oh, you know, we often have uh, different levels of commitment when it comes to time, where you're looking to work with a coach for six months, three months, or perhaps even a year. Did you have a timeline in front? So it's making you make decisions and micro commitments on things you'll have to discuss. And if there is an issue with any of the product you've made as an offer so far, it should come up. Don't worry. We'll talk about this in a few. The last one, which is one of my favorite ones, is actually when you are investigating, particularly when you're doing consultative selling, you're maybe doing an initial session, maybe an initial coaching call, and the person's really speaking to you about what are their current situation, what are their problems, and what effect it's been having in their life. This is called the summary close. And a summary close basically makes you ask a question where you actually recap a lot of what was being said and you confirm with them if you actually understood it correctly. So if someone is dealing with a lot of sales blocks and they've been struggling for a while and a summary close here would be saying, well, Mr. and Mrs. Potential Buyer, I understand here that you've dealt with sales blocks for quite a long time and you've tried a few programs that helped with marketing and branding, but you didn't really put it into practice because it seems very intimidating and it seems like it just doesn't feel right. And you've been looking to find a way to get over these blocks, actually implement some of the things you've already got invested in and making sure that it feels good and is done in a way that is tasteful. Do I understand that correctly? Does this sound like the kind of solution you're looking for? fair enough, any of the statements that make them get involved to ensure that what you've understood about them is very well understood. Because if not, again, this will be a potential space where it will come up. Now, a trial close is very, very powerful because it will bring up your objections early. And if an objection does come up, well, you should be preparing for as many objections as possible. And if a new one comes up, well, of course, you always do your best to handle it and then you record it so that the next time an objection of the sort does come up, you know exactly what to say, how to respond, and continue the process as usual. Now, at some point, you'll have to transition to the actual close. And by doing all these trial closes, then you actually know that you're both working together to find a solution to their problems, and it should take a lot of pressure off the actual close. But remember, if you have determined that the prospect is interested through all of these trial close techniques throughout the conversation, where there's been agreements, things seem to be moving along, they're liking the product or service, and things seems to be moving beautifully, well then, start moving towards some of your more effective closing techniques. Perhaps you have a specific start date, perhaps you have an enrollment that you'd like to get them to get started with, and perhaps you have a contract for them to sign. So of course, make your transition from trial to actual closing, because it sounds so far that you would have asked the right questions, taken the conversation to the right place, where now you can say, well, it sounds we should get started right away. We do have a program starting next week, and I'd love to enroll you right now. And as such, I have a quick contract I want to read through with you. We'll get it all signed up, and then I'll ask for your payment towards the end. Cool? And if they're cool, we start moving forward with closing. Again, create some of that urgency, use the trial closes throughout the conversation, and be more effective in communicating with your prospects so they can become your buyers. If you've used the trial close technique before, I'm hoping these are techniques you can include. If you've realized you've been doing this unconsciously, well, 
congratulations, you're now conscious about it. And if this is something completely new, I'm glad you get to use it. And I'm hoping it makes you more effective when selling with love. Until next time, take care and keep selling. I am your host, Jason Mark Campbell, and this is the Selling with Love podcast. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.